Welcome to the Positive Productivity Podcast, episode number 20. Welcome to Positive Productivity Podcast, where we empower our audience to achieve and appreciate personal and professional success, especially in the face of adversity. Listen in as our guests reveal their stories of challenges and hurdles and how they overcame defeat and became triumphant in their endeavors. Let's get motivated and move forward with your host, Kim Sutton. Welcome back to Positive Productivity. Today we have Leanne Soler, who is a health and wealth coach. And let me tell you, as an entrepreneur myself for almost four years, going over Leanne's background, I've just wondered where she has been this whole time. And no, we haven't even rehearsed this interview beforehand. So I just want to say thank you, Leanne. I'm so excited to have you here. Oh, thanks, Cam. I'm excited to be here with you. So tell me about your favorite clients to work with and how you see what you do with health really making an impact in their business. Or tell me about it all in whole. Sorry, I'm a little bit jumbled here, but I'm just so excited about what you're about to share. <laughs> yeah, of course. Of course. So I work with a whole bunch of different kinds of clients, but my favorite clients to work with are specifically women entrepreneurs who are really new in their business. They might even still be at their regular job, at their day job, and they are passionate about helping other women or helping men and women with their business. And they're just really struggling to get it all done. They're struggling to have time for their business. They're struggling to have time to take care of themselves. They are, you know, trying to really get in anything in their business done during the day, but they're just so busy with their day job, with their kids, their husband, trying to balance it all. So that's really the type of client that I love working with. Because what's amazing is that I have really been able to completely change the way that these women operate and actually get a lot done in their business just by giving them very simple techniques where they can actually make massive shifts in their business, achieve their goals, and actually start to make money, but also make sure that they're prioritizing their health and their happiness and their family life. It's a really interesting mix of women that I work with, but it's been super exciting to see them shift and become successful in their lives, but also in their businesses. I am intrigued. As (laughs) a mom of five married to my best friend, I'm just curious. Can you give an example of what one of those shifts would be? Because quite honestly, there are weeks that I'm working 80 hours and Mm -hmm. still running around mad crazy woman, you know, trying to (laughs) do everything else. Yeah. So. Just off of that little bit, what are one of these shifts? Mm -hmm. Yeah. One of the really, really important things that I share with my entrepreneur ladies, and it's one that is not necessarily viewed upon favorably because it requires waking up 15 minutes earlier in the morning. And even 15 minutes, I get, you know, I get flack from my clients. Like, oh, I don't want to wake up 15 minutes earlier. I don't even want to wake up when my alarm goes off, let alone waking up earlier. But I actually have my clients wake up 15 minutes before they're used to, and that's the magic amount of time to actually allow yourself to wake up feeling like you have the day ahead of you. You are maybe waking up for your your partner or your kids, and you have like that additional 15 minutes in the day 
to really just allow yourself to wake up calmly, relax, and start the day off right. And what I teach them to do in that 15 minutes is really to spend that 15 minutes doing something that is going to start them off feeling really, really, really positive and good about themselves. So oftentimes that includes visualizing their day going off without a hitch. The reason that I like to do this is because I feel that a lot of women, and you can tell me if I'm right on this, but a lot of women wake up in the morning, you know, their kids are crying or they are like, oh my gosh, we're late for school. We have all these things to do. They start their day running. And that is not the best way to live your life. It's not the best way to happiness. It's not the best way to health. And it's also not the best way to productivity and success in your business. If you're constantly running on fumes and have the adrenaline pumping, you're not going to get as much accomplished. Even if you get lots accomplished, you're going to do it in a way that doesn't feel good. So I actually have my clients do 15 minutes of visualization, quiet time, even just lying down in their bed. Actually, how I do it is I face my palms up to the ceiling. I do this from my bed, and I just close my eyes, and I really just visualize what my day is going to look like, how it's going to go off without any glitches, any problems. Everything's going to be great. I'm going to achieve all my goals. I even visualize myself checking the things off my checklist. I envision myself going for a yoga class or my run, eating healthy food. And so I really put in as many details as I possibly can about my day. And I just allow myself to feel it and soak in the feelings of success, of positivity, of making money in my business, of being productive, of taking care of my health and my family. So that's how I start my day. So that's one thing. And the other thing that I always recommend to my clients is to have their day ready before they go to bed. So their next day to have that ready before they go to bed. What that looks like is basically writing down three things that you want to get done in your day, in your business, before you actually end your day, end your work day. So rather than waking up in the morning and trying to frantically get your kids to school or go to the gym and then come home and then start getting into your business and then you sit at your computer, well, what was I going to do today? So rather than doing that, what I actually have my clients do is write down at the end of their workday, right before they close their computer and they go and spend time with their family or doing whatever they want to do, is really to write down three action steps that they're going to take the following day that are very important and that are aligned with their business goals at the moment. So those would be, I know you asked for one, but those are two, <laughs> two of the things that I have personally done in my own life and also with my clients that has totally shifted the way that they live their lives and run their businesses. Those are fabulous. And I myself have five kids. And this morning was a struggle trying to find warm weather clothes for the three younger ones before they got off. So I think I would have to put that on my list the night before is making sure that all the clothes are ready so that it's not a frantic search the next morning as to what they're wearing, right? I do set the alarm to get up early the next day, but I've found that depending on what I know I have to do the next morning, it indicates whether <laughs> I'm going to push the snooze button four or five times on my alarm before I actually get out of bed. Yeah. Does that make yeah. sense? Like, am I doing something I'm excited about? Because mm -hmm. if so, I'm jumping out of bed. I'm coming right out here and I'm getting to work. 
But if it's not something I'm excited about, I love my clients. Don't get me wrong. There's just days I would much rather jump out of bed and work on my own projects than jump out of bed and work on theirs. Yeah. So there's lots of different ways that you can use that 15 minutes. I've actually started to do it actually for 30 minutes. So I just keep extending the time from before I actually get up and do things. So if you want to, you know, that first 15 minutes of your day or 30 minutes, however you want to chunk it out, is to spend some time doing things that you want to do. And so every day I actually, when I wake up, so I do my 15 minutes in bed. And honestly, if you think about waking up in the morning, when you have this 15 minutes in the morning and all you're going to do is lie there and feel awesome, how good does that sound? Right? I mean, it's incredible. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Right. So if I were you, I would just, that's what I would do is, I would set the alarm for 15 minutes early and just lie in bed, visualize your day going amazing, having fun. Your clients are getting great results. Your kids are off to school. They're happy. They're laughing. You are getting through your day without any glitches, like everything's going your way. And then the other thing, which I didn't mention, is that I always do one hour of focus time on my project. So that is what fulfills me, is to get something done in my own business that's going to make me feel successful during my day. So like Kim, you said that when you have projects that you're working on, you really enjoy that. Sometimes you'd rather be working on your own project than working with a client. So in that case, what I would say is make that a priority for you. If it's a priority for you to wake up and start your day working on your project, and make sure that you give yourself that hour or that 30 minutes or two hours or three hours, as much time as you want, where you're really just focusing on the project at hand that you're super excited about. Say it's a launch or a webinar or a sales page or whatever lights you up, whatever your project is in the moment that you're super passionate about creating, make sure you get that done first. That's what I have been doing in my own business. And it's not only do I get the project done a lot faster, because if I leave it to later in the day, as you know, oftentimes it doesn't get done because we have lots of other things that come up. And also the other thing is, so it gets done faster, but then you feel like you've actually done something because you've done this huge thing in the morning. You've spent time focusing on one project, and it's a project that you're super passionate about and you feel successful and accomplished. So going through the rest of your day, having that feeling of success and accomplishment makes you a lot happier person overall, right? Oh, absolutely. One of my favorite business books is Eat That Frog, and he's talking about chomping off the items on your to-do list actually gives you an adrenaline rush, right? So I'd have to imagine that that rush is multiplied when it's not just getting it done, but getting done something for you. I think you just changed the way that my calendar is going to be formatted. I think it's also my peak productivity time, and I think people need to be aware of when that time is in their day. Definitely. And oftentimes it's funny because a lot of people tell me that they're not morning people. But that's actually a myth. There's people that say they're night owls, they're not morning people. Humans are meant to wake up with the sun and go to bed with the sun. It's actually just the way that our modern society has become because of artificial lighting. And then I know this is not at all the topic of conversation, but I have done lots of research on insomnia and sleep, and it's actually a fact that we were meant 
to go to bed at, say, 9 o'clock or 10 o'clock, you know, whenever the sun goes down in the summertime, it's later. But in the winter, imagine going to bed at 6 p.m. <laughs> it's a little early. But then waking up with the sun. And so I think that we all are really, deep down, we all are morning people. And that's right. actually the best time of day to create because nobody knows the secret yet. Like, everybody's still sleeping. So you're ahead of everybody. So you're getting stuff done and people are still sleeping around you. You know, you can feel like, wow, I'm actually ahead of everybody else when I wake up early and create in the morning. Not only do you feel awesome and successful, but you can feel like, yes, I'm ahead of the game. I'm not top 5% or top 2% or top 1% of people. Well, I found a major shift um, when I left working full-time outside of the home to working for myself. And I'm a little bit embarrassed to say this because now I've come back around and fixed it. But I found that when I was working outside of the home, I made a point of getting up, getting showered, getting dressed, putting on makeup, you know, making myself look good to feel good. But as soon as I started working for myself and I'm working out of my home every day, I sort of slacked in that area. I found it impacted how I felt. Do you talk to your clients about that? Yeah, so like I said, most of my clients actually work full-time and then they do their business on the side. So that isn't necessarily an issue for the clients that I work with. However, you know, in my own life, I will say that that was definitely something that I struggled with too. And I would spend the whole day in yoga pants and I would never leave the house. And, you know, I started to feel isolated. So there's also the thing about working from home by yourself, right? You start to feel alone. And the way that I've actually just totally solved that problem is when I've gotten my morning, which is 15 minutes of visualization, and then I do a yoga, meditation, journaling, breakfast. And then I usually, what I normally would do is I actually get dressed and put makeup on and I go to a coffee shop. And I work for like two to three hours. The first hour of that is my focus time. So I work on my own project first as soon as I get to the coffee shop. And in that case, I actually get to go outside and walk to the coffee shop. I choose a coffee shop that's about 20 minutes from my house so that I can have to actually walk there, get some fresh air. And then I sit down and I get to talk to the person when I order my coffee. And then I get to sit and work for my one hour of focus time. But I also have the hustle and bustle of people in the coffee shop coming in and out. When you go to the same coffee shop over and over, you see the same people, right? And so you start talking to them. Maybe you have a little conversation. So you're getting in that one-on-one interaction and you don't feel as isolated. And it also solves the problem of staying home all day in my yoga pants because then I know that in the morning I will get dressed, I'll leave the house, I will interact with people, and I'll get my focus time in. So I've kind of killed multiple birds with one stone just by changing that part of my day, that part of my routine. Well, you just changed another routine for me, too. Thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) I mean, there's so many great locally owned coffee shops in my town. We don't have a Starbucks outside of the grocery store, and I'm... I I can't imagine going into the grocery, just go to the coffee shop, right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, supporting local companies while supporting my brain and local projects. That sounds incredible. What were the biggest challenges for you when you were building your business and how did you overcome them? Oh my gosh, Kim, that's like such a good question. And for me, the biggest issue that I faced was how to do everything and have time to do it all. 
I was actually pretty lucky because it just turned out this way that I actually ended up working in my business full-time from the very beginning of my business because I was actually working on a PhD at the time that I decided to move into entrepreneurship, and I was getting funding from the government. I had finished my PhD thesis. It was kind of in the process of being reviewed, et cetera, et cetera, so I was just waiting, kind of twiddling my thumbs, waiting, and I was getting paid by the government to basically sit and work on my business, which is great because I had lots of time to work on my business full-time. I know a lot of people don't have that luxury, but what I did notice was that I was spending a lot of time on my business. I was spending so much time, in fact, on my business that I didn't have time to do anything else. So I actually forgot to go to the gym. I would forget to eat sometimes, or if I would eat, it would be something really easy, and that was often a bagel or bread, really carb-heavy, not a very good diet. Yeah, so I stopped going to the gym stopped eating well, I was spending the day in my pajamas, drinking lots of coffee, and I wasn't sleeping because I was stressed because I was not making any money in my business, and I was seeing this impending deadline of, oh my gosh, if I don't start making money by the time I get cut off from funding, then I'm going to be broke. So for me, the biggest thing was balance between working on my business and taking care of myself. And I actually ended up having a burnout very early on in my business about six months into working on my business. And it came out really, really slowly. You know, I didn't notice the signs at the beginning when I started to change my habits and stopped taking care of myself. But over time, I could really notice that, first of all, like I said, I I wasn't sleeping properly, so I had no energy. I was spending all my time by myself in my apartment. I just became very depressed and unhealthy, and I was not being productive at all because I was so exhausted all the time from not sleeping. I ended up in the hospital with a very, very severe stomach pain, and they could not figure out what it was. And that was really interesting because, you know, normally when you're in so much pain, like they gave me tons of morphine, I was in so much pain. When you have something like that, normally it's a health problem, right? It's health-related. But they couldn't find anything. They did all the tests possible, and there was nothing wrong with me. And so the doctor actually said to me, well, it's stress-related. And my mom was there at the time, and she said, well, I'm not surprised because you have been burning the midnight oil and you haven't been taking care of yourself. And so that was a huge aha moment for me. That was really the turning point of where I actually made the decision that if I wanted to remain an entrepreneur and be successful, that I had to prioritize my health and my happiness. And I think that a lot of entrepreneurs miss that because we see all these things online like, oh, you need to hustle, you need to work hard, you need to struggle. Entrepreneurship is all about struggling and hustling. And I don't think that's true. I think it's a lot about doing the right things at the right time, but making sure that you're always building your business in accordance to how you feel and your health and your happiness. Those need to be the priority. To me, that was the biggest lesson. And it was a big lesson, and I had to get to a place of burnout to notice and to realize that people who are listening to this podcast, you don't have to. You don't have to go there. You don't have to burn out to take a shift. You can just make that decision now. And what's more important than your health and your happiness? There's nothing. There is nothing more important than that. 
Oh, there totally isn't. I mean, without your health, you can't keep it going. And without your happiness, what's the point of getting your goal, right? There's a great program out there. I should say there's parts of this program that are out there that I signed up for about six months ago. And it's about compressing your goals into shorter sprints. The goals that might have been part of a year long, they get put in the shorter sprints. And it's all about work, 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 work. And over the course of this program, there were quite a few participants who were having that same burnout. And I have to say, I was one of them. Mm. And giving up on sleep to meet these goals, Mm. it's not good. It's not good for your mindset. No. And I guess that's why you call this positive productivity, right? Because it's not being productive to burn out. It's being productive in a way that really honors your health and your happiness. Exactly. And then on the flip side, keeping a positive mindset, because not everything is going to go right always. It's just not. And (laughs) I've seen enough launches. I'm a launch strategist, so I've seen enough launches just watching others and also helping clients that I see haters. And let me tell you, the first time I saw a hater as I was watching a launch, I told my husband, when I get my first hater, I'm going to raise a margarita glass and cheers to this person, (laughs) you know, because it will mean I'm being recognized. So yeah. Maybe they're not recognizing me for what I want to be recognized for, but hey, you know, that's awesome. I've got my first hater. <laughs> so I did. Yeah. I cheersed. I was unfortunately not with a margarita, but mm. I, I had my woo moment, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, it was exciting. But if you focus on those negatives, then no, it, it's just going to hold you back. Yeah. And I know a lot of people also think that you need to have a lot of money to start a business. And that's also, unfortunately, untrue. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people don't think that they can do it because they don't have $100 or $500. Yeah. We started our business with no money. Well, actually $10 just on (laughs) Elance. But we weren't planning on starting a business. Like, we just were looking for some extra money. So, yeah, you can do it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, this has been incredible. Where can listeners find out more about you and your offerings? I am on Facebook. Leanne Fowler is my name on Facebook. I am also on Instagram, Twitter. I am not really on Periscope, so I wouldn't really recommend people try to find me there. But all of my usernames are all Leanne Fowler, so you can find me anywhere online. I also have a website where I post weekly and sometimes twice a week. I do lots of blogging, video blogging, lots of webinar training as well. Oh, I'm on YouTube too, so you guys can find lots of free trainings as well there. But I, my website is healifyyourlife.com, so it's um, H-E-A-L-I-F-Y, your, Y-O-U-R, life, L-I-F-E.com. And I'd love to offer a free gift to your audience. It's actually a five-step productivity checklist and audio training. So basically the checklist is just a really quick kind of visual tool to have the five things that are going to allow you to have your most productive day ever. And then I made a little audio training to go along with that. It's under 10 minutes, so it's very manageable, but it just gives you a few more details around those five things that I talk about on the checklist. So if you go to my website, and the the URL for the landing page is helifyyourlife.com 
forward slash five dash step dash productivity dash opt dash in. So five steps productivity opt in. And I know, Kim, you'll have the link on your show notes page, correct? Oh, yes. All these links will be in the show notes. Okay, perfect. So, yeah, that's what I would like to offer your audience. And it's really my five steps that I take on a daily basis for my own productivity and exactly what I teach my clients. So I hope that it will be helpful for you. I am going to be opting in as soon as we are done here. Um, (laughs) So thank you. You're welcome. It was great. Do you have any last closing tips, like a powerful aha that you would like to give listeners before we wrap up the show? Yeah, of course, of course. So I think the, the really the main thing for me is that you have to honor your health and your happiness first. Those need to be your priorities. And everything else comes second, comes third, comes 20th. But your health and happiness need to come first. So if you are sacrificing that in your life, then you really need to take a cold, hard look at what you're doing. And if you think it's really worth sacrificing those things. So that would be my my final word for you. Thank you so much. Hey, this is Kim Sutton, host of the Positive Productivity Podcast, and I just want to thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed what you heard and you want to share with others, please feel free to do so. I'd also appreciate your comments, your reviews, your ratings, and you can do that on iTunes or Stitcher or even by clicking through to my website at thekimsutton.com and just leave a comment down below the podcast. I also want to invite you to send me questions at any time that I can address on one of the future episodes. To send me a question to address on a future episode, just visit my website at thekimsutton.com and click on the contact tab at the top. Again, thank you so much for listening to this episode and I wish you a day filled with positive productivity.